Hello, and welcome to Carried Away. I'm your host, Carrie Murray. As the founder of the Bra Network, the Business Relationship Alliance, I have met some of the most inspiring women working as entrepreneurs, freelancers, founders, executives, and creatives, and I want to share their stories with you. So let's get carried away. Oh, today I have a special guest that I'm totally crushing on. That's right. It's Samantha Parker. She is the co-founder of Insta BFF, as well as the founder of the Girl Crush Alliance. We are going to be talking about Instagram and why you do not need to spend hours on Instagram to have it convert. Let's get carried away. So today I'm getting carried away with Samantha Parker, co-founder of Insta. BFF. Um, I met Samantha, I want to say 2018. When was that? 2018 when you were in my backyard with cocktails and combo? Yeah, that was 2018. I was like, let me math in my head. Yep. 2018. Yeah. 2018. A uh, few things have happened since then. Don't know if anybody's aware, um, but we, I loved having you at cocktails and conversation. We talked about your book, and that's when you were with Badassery. Um, and now you've, I've called you the pivoting princess because in that time, of course, I'm still following you on Facebook and Instagram. I know you broke up with Facebook at one point. So we're going to get into all the things that you've been up to since last we saw each other. But first, tell us about your journey, how you got here, who you are, what makes you fabulous. Oh, yeah, that's a loaded question. So my name is Samantha Parker. You can follow me online at the Samantha Parker. It's pretty easy to remember because there's the one and only, you know, Obby. which actually there's only one bar here in Southern Utah and it's called the one and only, <laughs> you know, there is a realtor in Ohio who has carrymurray.com. I'm really kind of pissed off about it, but that's okay. Go yeah, girl. That, that's why I have the Samantha Parker. I mean, mm. For being honest, <laughs> someone beat me to it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Please, sorry, I interrupted you. Tell us all the things about you. Yeah, no. So just personally, um, you were just mentioning I'm a military wife. I've got two great kids. I have almost a 16-year-old who are like doing the driving thing. And I have a nine-year-old. I live in beautiful Southern Utah, so right outside of Zions National Park. So I love being outside and I love that it doesn't snow here, but if I want to go skiing, I can drive my butt to Salt Lake. I said, if, you know, you get really spoiled, you're in California. So you get it where you're like, um, no, that like requires a coat. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, honestly, I just, I live in a place that like, is just really like fun to me. So I love being here. I'm an outdoor girl and we're close to a lot of things, super close to Vegas. So if I want to get wild, we just go to Vegas. Um, but my main thing that like I do that like puts money in my pocket is digital marketing and that's, you know, social media, build a lot of funnels, things like that. And then I have this really fun project that I started called the instant best friends forever company, or we call it instabff.co. And it's a really fun, like, you know, everyone needs like an online best friend and we're just, you know, there to be your cheerleaders when it comes to creating social media content. So that's like a very, like, I love that. <laughs> now, how did you, how did you land on Insta BFF? Um, well, <laughs> I really was thinking about the, uh, the other day and it was really like, we were just trying to convey the message of when, you know, from messaging and branding and marketing standpoint, when you come into our space, it felt like you were just talking to your best friend, but like, you know, like a really, really good best friend who gives like really good advice, like not those friends that you shouldn't take advice from, but like someone that's like, you know, we just want it to be very open and conversational and 
didn't feel like I was talking down to you from a place of, well, I know more, this is the path to success. It was just like, Hey, you know, I know this, like, can I share it with you? You know, when your friend is like doing something and they look amazing. I have a lot of friends who've done this with Botox. I'm like, what, what happened? Like you look so great. And they're like, Oh yeah. And they just like, won't tell you. And then you're like, you, you got Botox. I thought all my friends were like reverse aging. I'm like, I got, I got the Botox, Sam. Sam, see this? See this? Hey, for all member. Yeah. One of, one of my great friends is like an injector. She is the bomb, right? But I was like, you know, just one of those secrets where you're like, why didn't you just tell me? Like, hook me up with your girl. <laughs> That's like kind of the way that we see what we do over in the instant BF, or Insta BFF Co is the easiest way to say it is we just want to be like, you know, your best friends in business, your cheerleaders. And what you've done too, Carrie, like your whole broad network. Like that's essentially what you built is like, how can we all work together? Why do we do this alone? You know, like, let's do it together. I'll tell you my best secrets. I love that. You know, we have a a weekly like accountability group called Wisdom Wednesday, where we share wisdom and gain wisdom. And it's really become like, oh, 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 I want to go. I I found this great new hack on LinkedIn or, oh, I I have this great new marketing tool you guys should uh, try out and everything. And it's really become this place of instead of like, twisting my mustache and hiding it and all the information and keeping it for myself, sharing it. And then it just kind of like, it's the first domino that, that completely put, knocks down all the other ones. And you're like, Oh, I have a, a array of great new information and new women, but it also builds trust. Don't you think? Yeah, I think it does. And you know, if we find something that feels really good in life, maybe it's like spirituality or it's like motherhood, you know, we're sharing that with each other. Like, why aren't we sharing the things that we love in business? You know, it's like the same thing. Yeah, totally agree. Now, how, now when we first met, you were doing badass, right? Which was still digital marketing, right? You were doing a little, or was it more community driven? I've got a tattooed on my arm. (laughs) So every day I can look at my failures. (laughs) You're pivoting, you're pivoting, darling. I don't think about it like that at all. (laughs) Yeah. So what happened? Tell me about your journey since we last saw you. Um, yeah. So when I did your cocktails and conversations, which, oh my gosh, like, thank you so much. That still was like such an amazing experience. I was like, wow, you know, (laughs) and it's so cool how you bring everyone in your home too. So just like, know that you're freaking amazing. Oh, thank Um, you. Someday soon we'll be able to do it again. (laughs) Just come to Utah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the CTA. (laughs) I'll I'll rent a really big house and I'll have you over. (laughs) Okay. I'll take a test. I promise. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. But yeah, we wrote that book on creating, you know, building a brand by treating it like a party, which is such a fun concept because really like that's how you should kind of treat your life is like, you know, one big party. And well, I mean, maybe not like with the booze and everything, but you know, like a fun party where you're excited to be there and you have guests over and you get to like help and like, you know, be the host. But um, yeah, I know that that time when we were in LA was a pivotal moment where I could see like, Ooh, this isn't like a vibrational match. You know, the alignment mm-hmm. isn't there. The people we've been working with, they weren't like where they should have been on point. And it was just such like a growth of business lessons for me where it was like, I want to, you know, I'm up here in my thinking, but it was like, you know, maybe they're over there and it just wasn't like working. Um, but really kind of the pivotal moment was when we went to Bali and I was in Bali and Bali will just like pull everything out and like regurgitate yeah. it up. Cause it's such a beautiful place, you know? And so 
I was like, Oh, this isn't working. And it was great though, because we were able to be like, Hey, not working, you know, move on that type of stuff. Um, and of course there's, you know, legalities and, but for the most part, it was pretty smooth. And so then I just picked back up my own brand. I'd always maintained my own personal identity as the Samantha Parker, like online, like everywhere people knew me. And I had just like put my face out there in such a way. And, you know, I just given it my all. And I mean, of course not everybody's always loved me, but for the most part, people were like, who are these people? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, like I've been a bitch. I do. (laughs) But for the most part, they were like, everyone was so excited just to be like, oh my gosh, we're so excited to see what you do next. And that to me just blew me away. You know, it's kind of like when you're in a networking group of women, like what you've got too. And it's like, Hey, I'm really struggling. And to see the other women be like, Hey, we can help you. That was just such an amazing process. So I love that you called me the pivoting queen, but really what I've just done is like followed my own flow, my own heart and my own direction. And then since I've maintained, like just, you know, myself as the brand and not really gone out and been like, I want to be known for selling really great markers. And then, then when I stop selling markers, everyone doesn't care because I don't talk about the markers anymore. You know, I just wanted to be known for like loving myself and doing the best that I can. I love that. And you're also known for, I don't know if you know this, for cultivating a great community of women. Um, I was a part of your Facebook group, which was very active, but also you would have the greatest prompts in that group. You would talk about positivity and self-care and what you're doing and, and really just kind of like what we're struggling with. It was felt very safe, but also very validating. Um, when you were kind of going through this, like the growing pains, I guess, you know, people, they spend so much time creating something, right? They spend, mm-hmm. they put their blood, sweat, and tears in creating this, the marker or their, their new online course. And then they're like, this fucking sucks. I hate this. What, how do you break up with a, an idea you thought were, was going to work? Yeah. Well, there's like a, like phenomenon called the sunk cost fallacy. You can like Google it. It's like a psychology thing, (laughs) but where we like, feel like we put so much time and effort into something and that if I let it go, oh my gosh, I wasted all this time. Right. I wasted all this money. I can't even do, I was like that badassery breakup cost me like 50 grand. (laughs) Yeah. That's you know, it's like, Oh, fun. I could have bought a new car, but Hey, (laughs) you know, and it's like that all does play a part in it. And so it's really like, I've had to shift my focus from where is my value really stand. And my value stands in feeling really good. My value stands in knowing like that I'm enjoying what I'm doing. And so if I have to like, you know, essentially start a trash can fire or transition away from something like that's okay because I know it wasn't meant for me. So at the end of the day, and when I die, right, I don't want to just think, oh, I clung to that so tightly. It's like staying in a job that just like you want to stab yourself, you know, it's yeah. like, I don't want to feel that way. I want to feel like I did the best I could and I showed the best example I could, but mostly just for myself. Okay. And did you have, you know, did you have your husband cheering you on, girlfriends? Like, how did you get through that? And yeah, were you feeling any like imposter syndrome, like anything like that imposter syndrome does pop up like who the hell do I think I am you know and stuff (laughs) like that and then I'm like I'm Samantha motherfucking Parker that's right (laughs) like one day I was like I had sold oh my gosh one day so I have the be your own girl crush is like my logo and I have like a bunch of tees and stuff that say be your own girl crush on it and one day I sold like $500 in like t-shirts and I was like, what? And instead of being excited, I walked into the bathroom and my husband's always in the shower. He gets like accosted, I swear. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just sold $500 in t-shirts. Like, is that what I do now is I just sell t-shirts? And he was like, damn straight you do. 
you know, so I do have like a really great, um, my husband is really great. And the only person who's been the hardest on me is me is I was sure. like, you know, I've ruined my family. I've wasted money. I've wasted time. I'm ruining our lives. And he's always like, what the hell are you talking about? You know? <laughs> so it does help to have like a spouse who's on board. Um, and I don't, I know people will be like, what do you do if your spouse isn't on board? And I'm like, I don't know, you know, cause I just have yeah. such a great support system. And I, I feel like you do too. Yeah. Oh, I do. I do. I have a husband who's really never learned how to tell me no. So um, that, that's been lovely. Um, but I know during this journey, because, you know, watching you and, and cheering you on along the way, you kind of broke up with Facebook. Um, I remembered like there was a time when they were like blocking your content or some crap yeah, like they that. Were. <laughs> yeah, they were. Um, and they, I had to change my URL. So my URL was beyourowngirlcrush.com. And then that got like mm-hmm. banned from Facebook. Like why? Like what? heaven forbid we talk about self-love, you know? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of like the start. And I know that it's just like automated bots and you know, all this kind of stuff, but it just got to the point where it was like, I wasn't enjoying the process of it. And I know a lot of people feel this way. Like lately I felt like if I've expressed an opinion on there, um, it's like people are just kind of climbing over the top to like, kind of, you know, and I know that you can curate your experience. So I could go through and unfollow like thousands of people. But to me, I was just like, I just, just would rather build over on a platform that I enjoy being on. Yeah. And that's when you went over to mighty network. Yeah, I did go over to mighty networks. Um, this is the second time I've done the mighty network thing. And I find that I have a hard time, like just to like throw out all the honesty, I feel like I have a hard time getting people to come onto another platform that isn't widely like accepted. So I think it's great. Like in a sense, um, I know that there's been some entrepreneurs who have used mighty networks, like extremely successful. And they'll have like, you know, a thousand people that are in their course that are hanging out on mighty networks. I feel like if it's like a paid program, you'll do better with mighty networks than you would just like, Hey, free community, you know, come join me. Yeah, it is hard. I I'm also toying with the idea of moving over to a mighty network because I'm sick of Facebook too. Um, and all the rhetoric and all of the just ads, it's just constant ads. Yeah. Um, and then the and, thing about the groups, like where they just like, won't show your group content anymore. And I'm like, I'm happy to pay like a monthly fee. Like, yeah, like, I agree. You yeah, know, I, And I just feel, I felt like as I've been looking through the Mighty Networks, are people going to come here? Are they going to leave the cute videos of the dogs, you know, running in the, in the snow to come over here and check in on at at the, you know, the Mighty Networks for Broad Network. So I'm still kind of on the fence about it as well. And then I know a lot of people have had success with Slack and Slack to me is just like, I'm in a room and everybody's screaming and I'm just, I can't focus on Slack. It's just like, (laughs) Um, so I don't like that either. <laughs> so. yeah, I love Slack, like for my business. So like, that's where like my team members are and stuff, because it's, it's cool. Cause you can divide up like, you know, like, pro- like we name our threads, like, or channels, um, by projects. So it's yeah. like, instead of just having one conversation and you're like, where did that go? It's like, it just goes under, like you're having combos under like certain categories. Yeah. I think Slack and as well as like an Asana or Trello is great for teams. Yeah. Um, it's really great now. Um, I'd love to know what, since you're now into digital marketing, tell, tell us how Insta BFF Co came to be. Yeah. So digital marketing is actually what I've always done. And badassery was just kind of like my middle side project there for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But sorry, would you ask me how Insta BFF came to be? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, so um, my friend Amy that I started it with, like we've always been really good business friends for the last few years. Like she's a photographer and she's taken my pictures and she's like, you know, co-hosted things. And she's like, why do we keep doing all these side projects, you know, like just randomly together? She's like, do you want to start this thing together? And we still both have, you know, like she's a great photographer. She's a brand photographer. She does her branding. Like I do my own stuff. And then we have like the Insta BFF Co. But it was really just about like wanting to do something fun together. And that's what it's really been is like a fun adventure. It doesn't feel like super high pressure. And then it's great too, because we have a course, it's the confident content creator and we have an Instagram engagement program. And it was great to bring like the eye of a branding photographer into the content knowledge that I know, because I've written content for all kinds of brands. Like I was even writing for like Amazon Alexa and the dev hack teams and like, you know, just doing like crazy stuff, like all over the board. So it was great to bring like everything I know about writing good content and then have someone who's like, here's how you take a picture, the visual of it, the mm-hmm. visual and your pictures are great. You know, one of, um, my best friends is a branding portrait photographer too. So any of the pictures you see of me are most likely hers. Um, but it is interesting to have someone on your team that has the visual and the, con- and can the concept, but also you have the copy and that keeps the engagement. Right. I think, and that's what everybody's always chasing. Um, yeah. they're always trying to chase the, the next time to get engaged, the, ne- the new, like the new thing. Um, and I know you have a webinar that you offer. Um, tell me about that. Yeah. So we have a free webinar. It's, um, how to create an Instagram engagement spike because I really found, I spent a whole bunch of time and I pulled like all these ladies. Cause I have friends who will call me crying over content. And I was like, why would you be crying over what goes on social media? Like just put up your face and like move on, you know, <laughs> it'll <laughs> be gone like, in a minute. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, you know, right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I've just been around the block. I feel like yeah. <laughs> it was different when I started. I'm like, just put up your face. You can delete it later. <laughs> um, but what I really found was people were really lacking the confidence, the content and the time. And mm-hmm. so time is a huge, huge factor. And I find a lot of people who just end up scrolling. We call them the scrolling should Sally, like they're scrolling and they're looking at all the things they should be doing. So we created this really dope free training that shows you how to just kind of get in and get out in 20 minutes a day. And when I say get in and get out, like it's about targeting people. So there's millions of people using Instagram and they're actually really easy to find. Right. So like to find like the people that want to buy purchase or actually interested in what you have to say, if you know how to do it. So we just show you how to do it. It's so simple to you guys. (laughs) And then we teach you how to like spike your engagement. Just 20 minutes a day is all you really need. Really? Okay. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you talk about this in the webinar, something I learned in, from one of the social media marketers in bra was that a great way to spike engagement is to look at locations that people have checked in that you've also checked it like a coffee shop or, or, you know, a restaurant or a co-working space and to find where, who else has checked in there because they're local. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're a branding photographer, you're like, Oh, you, we've all checked in at the same fabulous coffee shop. And I've never heard that before. I thought that yeah, was like, so you do it location-based. I like that though, because you guys are in LA. So like, if I just go to LA, it's like kind of garbage, you know, like yeah. there's just so much spam. There's millions of you. And it's like, if you can find like a popular coffee shop or like your type of like lady, <laughs> sounds funny. I'm like, find your lady <laughs> at the coffee shop. Like that's like freaking gold, you know? So if you're a local-based business and you're looking for local people, that's the perfect way to do targeting. 
I love that. And 20 minutes and 20 and done in and out. I, people yeah, flock it's, to it's that. Like we get on it and we're reading threads and then we're watching like two hours of stories and then we're scrolling through and we're being hit by like so much, like do this, do this, do this, act like this, look like this, be this that we get wrapped up into this big ball of like, Oh, I should do this. I should do that. I should do this. And I catch myself doing it too. I'm like, Oh, this, like, that's what that girl's doing in her business. Like I should be doing that. And I'm like, well, I don't give two flying fucks about that. You know? Right. Right. I, and there was a time when I was doing a lot of the shooting, I should do that. I should. Oh. And then I realized every time I say I should, or I need, or, uh, it's basically just stopping me from yeah. moving forward. Like I need to do this. I should do this. I'm never going to do it. So stop saying it. And Plus if you did all that, like you would just be like kind of strung out. <laughs> exactly. And then you're not really meeting your audience, right? You're not finding, I don't want, you know, I get a lot of followers who are looking for wives in Iran. I, I'm married fellas. Sorry. <laughs> um, but the other thing I get is I always get the, like in the DM, the instant growth influencers, 20 plus followers in 20 minutes. What, what, what are these? What would you say these are? How do we respond to these? And do they actually work? That was three questions. Sorry. So I couldn't tell you like if it works because I wouldn't do it ever, you know? Yeah. Why wouldn't you do it? Buying likes and it's buying followers, which a lot of times get your account blocked, especially right now, like Instagram's on that, like a mother effort. So if you have any sort of bot, I don't know how they know. Like their bot knows about that bot. It's like the bots have recognized each other now (laughs) and they don't want to date. Right. (laughs) So anytime you're using any kind of bot or any type of fake engagement, it really kind of screws you over. So, you know, it was, I would even say like a year and a half ago to two years ago, you could use a bot that would like photos for you. And I was just like, it's a helper friend, you know? as long as you're putting out great content, you're responding. That didn't really bother me, but now it's like, you can't do that. Like you have to have an actual person go in and do it. Um, and of course this is something you can outsource if you like train them and like, you know, they know what they're doing, but like, it needs to be an actual person. So, you know, buying followers, that kind of stuff. I just don't, it's not going to do anything for you. If you're like, I need to get my account over to 10,000. Everyone says this to me all the time. They're like, my account needs to be over 10,000. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. Cause your engagement rate goes to 1% and that freaking sucks. Yeah. You know, they actually, Instagram is horrendous about doing this. It doesn't reward you for having more followers. Right. So it's like, if I work really hard and I get all these followers, like, I feel like I should be rewarded by like being seen by more people, but it actually like just it doesn't. <laughs> right. Right. And the only thing at 10,000 is what you get the swipe up. You know, yeah. Just, yeah. You can That's do fun it. things too. Like on your polls, instead of, you know, people will say swipe up. It's actually being recommended now by a lot of the big Instagram marketers is they will say to leave like um, a poll, like a yes, no, like, do you want this information? Yes, no. And then you can swipe up and you can see everybody that clicked yes. And it has a little arrow and you can just click it and you can DM them. So you can DM them and be like, Hey girl, here's the link you asked for. I love that. Yeah. You can even take it a step further. And I recommend, you know, having an assistant or someone do this. So you don't fall down like, like, Oh my God, (laughs) down the rabbit hole. Um, and if you're not there yet, that's okay too. I have bootstrapped so much in my business, Mm -hmm. but you can have someone like even follow up, make sure that like they comment on their account. You like really get interested in that person. Um, and you can even send them like a short little voice memo. Be like, Oh my gosh, like people will send me stuff and they'll be like, Hey Sam. And I can tell that they've looked at my profile because they're calling me Sam. Right. Right. They're like, I just love like, and they'll mention something that I've mentioned. And then it's like, here's that link you asked for, you know, so you can really like create a connection right away versus swipe up, swipe up, give me your money. 
So true. So true, Sam. So true. I think also people think they may have five, 6,000 followers, but then they post something and it only has like 20, 21 likes and there's no engagement from that. And I definitely convert followers um, only by engaging with them, right? I can't just put up a post and be like, peace out. I'm out. Everybody enjoy this anymore. I used, it used to be, this is like six years ago. Okay. I was like, now I feel like I'm aging myself because, (laughs) you know, six years in internet marketing terms, (laughs) we have new platforms (laughs) like TikTok thing now, but I used to be able to get a ton of likes based on the timing of when the post went out. So it was like, I could find the timing. And if I timed it, like, seriously, I had it like down to the minute and it's like, I could just pull down and refresh and I'd have like 200 likes. It was crazy, but it just doesn't work that way anymore. In fact, Instagram doesn't even care about likes. Um, about 30% of the accounts in the U S no longer have like, can see like how many likes that that person's got. And they're going to roll it out across the board eventually. But it's just, you know, so likes are one of the least strengths engagement. So likes then comments, um, shares. If someone has shared your posts, it usually tends to like really boost the engagement on it and saves. I'm oh like, yeah. People saving my content. Like how yeah. cool is that? Yeah. Um, but Instagram now ranks your account on based on how much time someone spends looking at the content mm-hmm. and that's how they decide. So longer format posts, um, shareable, anything that someone would share to their audience is going to get you the growth that you want. So that's why, you know, selfies and stuff like that, they will get, you know, likes and maybe some comments because people are excited to see you, but they're not going to share that to their audience. They're not going to share, unless you said something really dope in the comments, you know, (laughs) I'm like, sorry, Carrie, but I'm just not going to share your face into my stories. (laughs) You've got to start thinking that way is how can I get people to look at my posts longer? So, you know, that's carousel posts, things like that. And then how can I get them to really share that to their audience? Because if I know my ideal client and I'm speaking to them, chances are when they hit share, it's going to be seen by people that are like them, right? Yeah. Well, I definitely believe in sharing each other. Like you have an audience and I have an audience and our missions overlap. So I like to share your content because I know my audience is going to benefit from that. You know, I can't, I can post about bath salt, but I don't do anything with bath salt. (laughs) But I definitely believe in like sharing each other's just for the exposure, just for the like, oh, thanks for the shout out to me. That's like also sharing a secret, sharing a tip um, within the, the digital marketing space and everything. What do you see when people come to work with you? What's like the biggest mistake that you see across the board that brands are making either in any of their digital marketing, not just on Instagram and their email marketing. What do you see that you're kind of like, Oh, Oh, well, for sure. The first thing is just consistency, right? Uh, Yeah. I mean, that's like super easy. It's like, I know why I don't have six pack abs because I did (laughs) set up once. I do like core like once, you know, (laughs) (laughs) am I skinny yet? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I didn't get any results at the gym, you know, like, I went once, didn't get shit. You know, that type of attitude is like what I see a lot. It's like, um, Hey, we did like one or two posts, you know, a week. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And like, you know, our posts didn't get any likes. And I'm like, well, are you in your stories? You know what I mean? So really like the consistency of it and it does get a little overwhelming. So that's why if you can, you know, really double down on where you spend your time, because you guys, you have to do this every day for the rest of your life, pretty much you know, or you're the rest of your digital marketing life. 
And that's where it gets hard where people are like, well, I did it really good for two or three months. And, you know, it's like, well, where were you spending your time? Where was your time wasted? That kind of stuff. But it's like, you have to consistently show up or else it's not going to matter. Absolutely. To me, it's like, um, I have to go into the office. So I'm going into the, and you know, my team handles a lot of my, my Instagram and, you know, digital marketing manager that I have. And she's fantastic. Michelle, thank you. I love you. Never leave me. Um, but, um, it is for me like, okay, I'm going into LinkedIn. I'm going in Instagram, going into the Facebook, whatever that's going into the office. It's like, dedicating time to do that and to engage authentically, not when I'm grumpy and not when I'm sitting on the couch, you know, at 10 o'clock at night, like who's going to engage with me at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, really, you know, they're just wasting their time. That's what I see so much of is they're like, well, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. And I'm like, well, you know, just like be very specific about the actions that you're taking. Yeah. That's really, really important. I'm sure you see that a lot. And then how, so how do brands find you if they're seeking digital marketing? What pains are they feeling right now? If they are like, I need a Samantha Parker, the Samantha Parker. Yeah. I was like, so you can find me at the Samantha Parker on Instagram. Just DM me. Let's chat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll like pop it up right here. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Be like a sign. Um, (laughs) Really the pain point we feel for people is, you know, they're lacking the consistency in their email marketing their social media marketing. And then something else we do is we'll create like just those first funnels for them. So like if you need a freebie or it's like, you just need a marketing plan in general that feels really good to your soul too. I'm like, don't do things that you think you should be doing, do things that you actually enjoy doing. Um, and then it's like, when you're in that passion zone and you know, like what, like, you're like, I love talking about this. I will never shut up about it. I love it every day. Um, and of course you might pivot a little bit along the way, but that's when you know you're really serving your audience. And once you get to know your audience, it's really easy to create like, you know, programs and courses for them, but even just giving them a little bit of like that, no, like trust factor and, you know, creating like your first, um, what was I trying to, I was like, your first freebie, <laughs> um, and stuff like that. So I feel a lot of those needs as well. Okay. That's so, so that's Martha the samanthaparker.com we're going to put it in the show notes for sure and we're definitely going to put in uh the free webinar is this a webinar ongoing because people this podcast is so popular people are going to be listening to this for years <laughs> yes yeah definitely link up our webinar below um it's so cool we just teach you this easy three-part system to spike your engagement i in fact i call it my easy af system because that's how easy it is um, it's but that it's, easy. So, it's like, once you learn it, you're like, Oh my God, like I had no idea. People are like, are you serious? But it will spike your engagement and ton on Instagram in just 20 minutes a day. So if That's you're putting in the work, you create the content, you understand what your client wants, what they need. You're creating that really good content that, you know, they do want to share. It's like, you know, you got to like spend a little time in the app and like find those people. Yeah. And have you poked around with guides yet? Have you seen how that's out? Yeah. Well, that just came out what this weekend. Yeah. I was poking around with it and I just, I created a guide of like product-based bra members. I was like, here's great perfume. Here's a great dress. I don't know what I'm dealing with it. I know. I've seen some cool stuff. Um, I haven't made one myself, but I, I thought it was cool. Like I saw one, um, I think it was like a spa, you know, like, mm-hmm. and they were like, they did a little tour of the spa and I was like, well, how cool is that? And that was in their guides, you know? That's so neat. they kind of almost feel like a glorified highlight to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I'm like, is this a lead magnet? What is this? But there's, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, still poking I, around with it. Yeah. I know. You know, what's funny though, is I've only looked at a couple, but they're not really like in my peripheral yet, where I'm like going to check out people's guides. guides. So it's going to be interesting yes. to see what they do. Um, yeah. reels, reels, I think are so fun because people are able to just have a little more fun. Yeah. 
De- definitely. I'm definitely more into a reel than a, into the TikTok. I can't dance, Sam. I need to be paid. <laughs> I'm going to throw those dollar bills at me and you watch yes. that. <laughs> That'll shake my booty. <laughs> no, I know TikTok's really great and there's going to be some like marketers that like scorn me for saying this, but I don't enjoy the platform. So I don't build on it. Right. Like I don't enjoy Facebook. So I don't build on it. If you love Facebook, you build away, you go girl. Right. Yes. When I loved Facebook, it was my jam. I had like 4,000 members in the Facebook group, you know? Yeah. But I love like just hanging out on Instagram. I love stories. If Instagram didn't have stories, I think it would be a little different, but the stories are so cool because it's like, you can talk to your audience. Yeah. I really enjoy the stories too. When it first came out, I was like, Oh no, now I have to show my face. And now I'm like, oh, is it, it's a carry time. <laughs> like filter. Yes, I love that. I love that. Now, before we wrap up, we have to get carried away. Um, okay. So during this COVID and quarantine time. I know you're not quarantined over there, but what have you been binging? What have you been watching? What gets you carried away? Entertainment wise, podcasts, TV shows. So I actually, like I canceled Netflix and I canceled all of that stuff because I didn't want to just zone out. It's like, you know, I felt like we were going through a great upheaval and a great like transformation. So I really started like binging books, like especially in the spirituality realm and just seeing where that is. So I spent a ton of time like reading. I spent a ton of time meditating. Um, I stopped drinking. I got sober. (laughs) I like did. Yeah. But I mean, of course, like that happened because in March it was like the kids stopped going to school. And so then I just started drinking wine in the mornings and I got a little carried away there. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you have a problem. (laughs) So yeah, that's, you know, so at first it was like, I got carried away a little too much, like on that way. And I was able to bring it back around. That's great. And now you're stronger, better, faster for it. So that's really, oh, yeah. really great. It's yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned you're, you're in a great place to work out and walk around. What are you really close to Zion? I'm so yeah. jealous. Yeah, we are. Oh, um, cool. I've been going, I've gone to Sedona a few times cause we can drive to Sedona. Um, nice. Yeah. Very but nice. I can, like literally I can hike from my house, like the city ends, you know, right here, like on the next street you know, we <laughs> right from our house. We bought a Jeep so we could like go further into like, you know, I mean, I just live like, it's like the Arizona desert. That's crazy. That's so cool though. So different than LA. <laughs> I know that's where I'm like, I can just go. There's so much hiking. Like I'm like, I can see hiking trails from my house. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Well, meanwhile, you're going to hear ambulances on this podcast (laughs) driving by. (laughs) It happens. It's that or dogs barking, the whole thing. You know, it's it's urban here. Um, And then lastly, I want to know, there are things that people are totally obsessed with and totally get carried away about that you can't even wrap your head around. For example, I really could not watch uh, Tiger King. Oh my um, God. I wrote that on my post-it. <laughs> you were going to tell me three, like three things. Tiger King was my first one. I've never watched it. I won't watch it. And screw Tiger King. Yeah. It's disgusting. So I stole one from you. Sorry. <laughs> what are your other two? What are your other two? My other one I wrote down was watermelon. <laughs> you don't like watermelon? I hate watermelon. I hate the smell of watermelon. <laughs> I hate everything to do with watermelon. I feel that way about tomatoes. I can't wrap my head around a tomato. Do you? Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, I'm like, well, what do I have coming up? Um, I don't really get Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you guys typically do? 
Um, we've gone to Sedona. We did Thanksgiving in Vegas one year because well, for one, we're super close to Vegas. Yeah. But um, that was the bomb. We went to an all-you-can-eat, you know, nice buffet. Like, there's so many nice buffets in Vegas. Yeah. And then it was, like, all-you-could-eat and drink. And, I mean, it was a great time. I think one of the best buffets I've been to in Vegas was at the Wynn. It was unbelievable. It was $99. I could have stayed there all day. It was, yeah. it was so beautiful. And it was, like, bottomless mimosas right next to the card table. So I'd, like go play a few blackjack hands and then it comes it back down. Like literally stayed and ate all I day. Did. <laughs> I had baked potato. I'd be like, I'm coming back on my table. <laughs> stayed and ate. I love it. No, there's so many nice places to eat. So yeah, we've always just tried to do something fun. Um, we do have some family coming this year and my husband's like, my wife won't make a turkey. Like, <laughs> I mean, I have a turkey roaster, but like, what's the point? I'm just one of those people. Yeah. And he's like, so I'm going to go get some steaks. And then they were like, okay, cool. There you go. We yeah. don't really love the turkey either, but we, we like the sides. Like, you know, give me a mashed potatoes. Yesterday I made mac and cheese. Yeah. yeah. I, made so, I made two I giant things of rolls so that could go down, you know? <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Sam. This has been so fun. We're going to look for Sam at thesamanthaparker.com on all the places, on the Instagram. And I'm looking forward to your webinar. I don't think I'm going to go, but I think I'm going to send my, my VA. Do it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. She'll dig in her. Yeah. So, so thank you. Thank you. We're getting carried away today. I hope you learned something new. Now, if you are a female founder, thought leader, disruptor, and you're like, can be on that show, then you need to email me with some topics. Email me directly, carrie at bra-network.com or send me a DM on the IG at bra underscore network. I'm always looking for fabulous, fierce females to feature. And hey, if you're a guy, I'll feature you too, because we all have knowledge to share. Until then, thank you for getting carried away. Go ahead and like and subscribe to all the things and all the places. Until next time, have a great day. Stay safe. Wear a mask.